Hi everybody, welcome to episode 37 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what is landscape photography? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the relevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with with our photography and no more. Okay, this is episode 37 and I still can't get the intro right and I still can't remember it so I still have to read it off the screen. I will get there. Excuse the slightly throaty voice this morning. Come out of nowhere. Don't know where that's come from. Anyway, who am I to talk about this stuff? Well, I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience which I share with you on my podcast. What is landscape photography? Here is my answer. This is the written down bit. Landscape photography is the art of capturing all aspects of the environment with a camera. Landscape photography can capture a wide range of subjects from wide open spaces to small details within the environment. Landscape photography can also capture both natural and man-made forms and their interrelationships, impacts and tensions. Landscape photography could be called outdoor photography. Did I say outdoor then? Okay, only about three stumbles in that. Okay, so that's my um, that's my definition of landscape photography. Like I say, it's also called outdoor photography. And in some circles, it's actually called nature photography. Take your pick. Does it really matter? Doesn't, does it? What matters is the photos that we take. Okay, landscape photography. This is after architectural construction and all that good stuff. This is along with travel. This is my favourite photography. I'll get on to that in a minute. What is landscape photography used for? Well, if you think about it, any photo of anything outdoors, anywhere, on any publication, book, magazine, websites, obviously more websites now than ever, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. It's used anywhere and everywhere. Any photo, you, I've written this as well, this is a good one. Any photo that you've seen anywhere of the outdoors is landscape photography. So that gives it a, a huge, huge market, which is the, the good and the bad thing. Landscape photography is also used as stock photography. Stock agencies where you, you can submit photos to stock agencies and they sell them to, to buyers who want photos that they can use. It used to be a big thing, stock photography. I've made about £12 out of it over the years. I've not really got into it that much because I probably embarked on lands- on stock photography, not landscape photography, as the market was dipping. Why do I love landscape photography? Well, it's the th- this is how I got into photography. It was the first thing that I did and it's got me out and about to so many places that I never would have seen and I absolutely love doing this. I'm a real outdoorsy kind of chap. And I love taking photos. Another thing I've written here is the ultimate freedom, physically and artistically. You can go out whenever you want, wherever you want, with whatever you've got, and take whatever photos you want. It's so liberating. If you're doing lots of work for clients like me, don't get me wrong, I love doing it. I genuinely love doing work for clients, but I'm under rules and constraints. Landscape photography for me is freedom, and that's why I love it. And once you've got all the gear, it doesn't cost you anything. You can take a hundred photos, you can take a thousand photos. It's all digital. Assuming you're using a digital camera, that is. Okay, moving on. Dying for a sip of coffee, but that would be awfully rude during a podcast recording. I'm recording this one in the morning, which might be why I'm a bit throaty. Who do I take photos for? Well, myself. I take the photos that I want to. I put them on my website. I use them to promote my skills as a photographer. I sell photos every now and then. These are mainly for people's websites. They find me various ways. 
but it's not it's not a big money making thing it's it's my passion it's what i enjoy doing and which i would love to do if i could make a living from landscape photography i'd be very very happy i didn't say that point four can you make a living from landscape photography if i could make a living from landscape photography wish i'd not said that earlier i'd be absolutely delighted you can make a living from landscape photography There are people who make a living from landscape photography, but I would suggest that they are few and far between. Main reason being, it's such a broad subject, but anybody can do it, and it's very, very competitive. You can get great landscape photos with a phone these days, which is is a shame, even though I do it myself. So yeah, I think I said this earlier, I sell on average one photo a year. Having said that, it's not really a market I'm actively working in. That's not that representative. Do you need specialist knowledge? No. Anyone can do this. That's the beauty of it. But knowledge will help. Knowledge of what, I hear you ask. Photographic technique, image capture, processing. But also knowledge of the outdoors and outdoors locations. Let's not forget that. There's no point going out there as the with the best photography gear in the world and getting to where you want to get and not having the right shoes and you can't cross that muddy path, stream, river or what have you. You need to do some work on where you're going. Okay, And that's part of the problem. Anybody can do it. Do you need specialist gear? I think I said specialist knowledge on number five, didn't I? Number six. Sorry, this is a bit of a stumbly one, isn't it? Still, I'll keep all this in. Do you need specialist gear? Nope. Anyone can do this. I'll put the note back up. No idea what I mean by that. Oh yeah, backup gear is good. If you're doing photos for yourself, it's not essential. Like I mentioned in the last episode, if you're a wedding photographer, you need to spare everything. Landscape photography. Obviously, it's good to have spares, but if you haven't, not a biggie. You've probably got a phone anyway. Specialist gear would maybe extend more to clothing. Make sure that you're protected from the elements and it's it's not a cold, wet, miserable experience for you. Yes, I'm in England. That's why I'm saying all these things. If you're in California... You might just need to have a sun hat as your protection and some SPS 50, if only. One day soon we'll have that weather here. The other specialist gear you will need, trust me, is a camera bag. A good one. I use a backpack. Peak Design Everyday Backpack. No, I'm not being paid to say that. Seven, how do you process landscape photos? Bullet points here. Freedom, creativity, how you want to. And I love doing this because there's no right or wrong answer. Depends what you wanted to do with your photos, obviously, but what I tend to do is to do a technically correct photo first. Then I make a virtual copy in Lightroom, then I just go crazy and do whatever I want, and it's great fun. Number eight, how do I start as a landscape photographer? Nice and easy. Get out there and take photos. But I will say this, try to take photos of different things. Don't go to the same place as everybody else goes and take the same photo. Having said that, nothing wrong with that and having those in your bag, but in your bag, on your computer, like, once you've got a headline shot, because they're good to have, like I say, because people do want them, find different views of the same thing. Very, very important to make you stand out. Also, share them everywhere. Get yourself known. I guess in this in this decade, that means social media, doesn't it? Not a big fan, as you might have gathered. Do I need to be qualified? Or do you need to be qualified? This is the one I always struggle with. No, you don't. 10. A word from me about my landscape photography. Like I said before, I started out doing landscape photography over 30 years ago. Quite a bit over 30, but I'm not going to let you know. This is the thing I love doing when I'm not working. I also love travel photography. Where does travel photography and landscape photography start and end? Don't really care. I love taking sunrise photos on holiday. I love taking photos in my local woods and everything in between. 
Shameless plug here. I don't often do shameless plugs, but I will do for my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com. There'll be a link in the show notes or the transcript, more like, to my landscape photography page where I've got 12 examples. It's only 12, so it won't take you long. Have a quick look. Let me know what you think. Quick recap. Landscape photography is the art of photographing the great outdoors. I love landscape photography. That was my recap. What do I want you to do now? One, do this one thing. Go out and take some landscape photos. Two, let me know how you got on on Twitter. At Rick Photo, maybe even share a photo. Three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. This helps me. Four, rate and review my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. This also helps me. Five, tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me and any help will be greatly appreciated. Next episode, travel photography. And then I'm back to a genre that I know nothing about. Thank you for listening to my small but perfect... <laughs> I'll try that again. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog, where you can learn lots about photography. Obviously, there's also my landscape photography work, which is on my website. Okay, I've gone over time a bit here, but I'll live with that. Yeah, one more thing I want to say. Check out my Photography Explained website, nearly finished, where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes and also things I'm going to explain in future episodes. Like I say, it's nearly finished and it's good stuff. Check it out. This episode was brought to you very much by the power of caffeine, which I'll be having in about 20 seconds. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 10-ish minutes of your valuable time. And I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.